have the volume up. <laughs> I did too! <laughs> Amateurs. You can't give him a toy, folks. <laughs> if you give him a toy, he just, he just oh, goes right Come forward. on, that's fine. I'm going to do it again without the music so that people can hear it with great clarity. <laughs> that, sound, that sounded like a legit, like, false sound effect. That, that, no, come on, right here. Here you go. Yeah. Oh, you like this little, little liquid splashing? <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> Welcome into a Center and Saint podcast. With Why am ben I pouring this? I don't know. What the this heck? Is, I all of a sudden I definitely oh. looked at my sheet and I was like, "I'm exhausted now. I'm done." Like, Wait, it's only episode 26. <laughs> We're not playing reverse bartender. Um, I just poured the drink. Um, Union says that uh, one podcast member must share every five episodes, so I had to I had to swap roles according to Union standards. You missed last Sunday's meeting. <laughs> yeah, uh, Union rules have changed. Uh, there are no rules. Oh, uh, um, I, I mean, Eddie poured that drink. Eddie, Eddie, help me. Where out. are you, my guy? Help me out, man. Eddie, come on, get over here. Oh, oh, okay. hey, Eddie. Sorry for the panic. Thank you, Eddie. Um, don't be happy February to you, Eddie. Yeah, appreciate don't, you. Don't be so dismissive. Back there. Um, get back. Get back. There. Get back. Have there. you seen? Did, have you looked behind his bar? Have you seen all the glassware he has? Um, he. he it's incredible. It's like he's a professional. He's got a glass eye, um, and he's got three, three or four different models back there behind the bar. I. <laughs> Slotch it. <laughs> I got a funny glance. We just, uh, we, oh boy, you, you kind of paused there. I was like, either I shut him down no, or no, no, no. what are we drinking here, Ben? Uh, today, we are having oh, something different. We're actually... Get ready, gush episode. Oh, it is. It is. We're going to gush all over this. We, we're not having a cocktail today. We are just having a pour of um, a good friend of mine works for a distillery in Kentucky. Do we get to say it? We can. Uh, Bardstown Bourbon Company. Oh, I was going to say, we have to say it. Um, yeah. And um, not a sponsor. Not yet. But not yet not a sponsor. Yet, but it might. It's, it it's might coming. Um, we're going to talk briefly mm. about this, and then we're going to hear from Patrick, who recently oh. visited their distillery. Oh. And, um, very, very cool. But what we're drinking today is Bardstown Bourbon Company's Origin Series. And the, the cool thing about this is... Bardstown had a really good business plan when they started because you have to age your bourbon for four to six years before you can sell it on your own. And so what they did is they did collaborations with other other things. So like they had some that were um, done in Armagnac barrels. They did some that they put in a semi and drove it across the country and back to age it in different ways. Um, but it was always collaborated with other distilleries so that they could get instant revenue and sell. And they've now been around long enough that they are making their own products, yes. which is at a much better price point, much yes. more affordable price yes. point for the middle class folk like us. But holy crap, it's good. It's so smooth. It is really it's good. nice. There are very few hundred proof bourbons that I drink and think, yeah. wow, this doesn't even taste like it could qualify. Light me as on bourbon. fire. Yeah, this, yeah, this like doesn't this, do that. Yeah, this tastes like an 80 proof bourbon, which mm -hmm. is the very minimum proof it can be to be a bourbon. Um, it's got great legs. It's, yeah. Which, yeah. if you're not a bourbon drinker, or a, the legs are when you when you have it in a glass. I mean, look at that. Mm -hmm. When you have it in a glass, it's the the what do you call that? It's the the smear liquid. <laughs> Pretty sure it's not called the smear liquid. <laughs> <laughs> it's the 
it's the remnant of it coming back down the glass that leaves um, mm-hmm. its residue. Yeah. And so the longer that has, the better legs it has, and it really hangs on there. Yeah, it's got it's got good legs for sure. Good legs. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. It's got really good smear. <laughs> very very good smear. <laughs> Um, but yeah, uh, one of my very close friends we talked about in recent episodes, kind of our inner circle of people that we both have three or four people in our lives that we are very close with and can trust um, a great deal. And uh, my friend who works for Bardstown Bourbon Company is one of those very, very close people to me. Um, I have been um, honored and privileged yeah. by what he's been able to introduce me to and what he's been able to um, kind of help me help me learn about bourbon. He he's a whiskey expert himself and he oh, yeah. sure as heck turned me what's, into What's what's the um the wine professionals are called sommelier. sommelier. Right. But yeah. the the bourbon professional is called I, I believe they're only called a whiskey expert. A drunk? I don't think a drunk. <laughs> yeah. Um, they're, they're called a professional <laughs> so, drinker. So your friend he's um, a drunk. Um, <laughs> so I have a there friend was, there was a, actually a uh, there was a really great uh, I read through the the James Bond um, series, the Ian Fleming books. And there was, James Bond was, was, um, British secret service or British MI6. And are you saying that because you think somebody didn't know? No, no, no. His, but well, if they don't know the series very well, they probably don't know Felix Leiter. Felix Leiter was the counterpart CIA agent to him and they worked on cases together. And there's one part of the book. He was? Where I love Felix Leiter goes into a bar and basically tells, he asks the bartender how they're going to make a drink for him. And he goes, let me tell you how professional drinkers do it. <laughs> and then he tells him the right way to make the drink. And I always thought it's funny because, like, if you didn't want to be called a drunk, you could just probably call yourself, no, 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 I'm just a, I'm a professional drinker. I, I know how to do this. And so, um, but yeah, so we are having that today. It is, it's wonderful. Um, this just came out. So it's... Um, it is, it is brand new. I had it for the first time Wednesday. You had it for the first time yesterday. Yeah. Um, it's it's just an absolutely fantastic. Um, but I'm curious, what did you think about the, the distillery tour? It's it's amazing. Um, so I'll, the backstory is is um, I've got a local uh, neighbor who uh, has has decided like he's like I I'm gonna organize opportunities for guys to get together and socialize that just enjoy like. New adventures and experiences, and so he he reached out to a dozen or so guys and just said, "Hey, I'd like to invite you to to be a part of this. We're going down and do a bourbon tour and visit a couple of distilleries or whatever." And I was like, "Well, I should reach out and see if if we can get into Bardstown uh, with the connection." And uh, I, I would say our, our mutual friend. Mm-hmm. I know you you know him better, yeah. but he's a mutual yeah. friend. Um, and uh, he was he was glad to hook us up um, very generously. And um, so we went down and we saw two distilleries. And uh, the one was a small, newer, kind of boutique operation, and it was mm-hmm. great to hear theirs. And they, they produce eight barrels a day. Mm-hmm. Um, and which one was that? Uh, uh, preservation. Yeah. Okay. Um, preservation Distillery. Cool. They've got some Texas Longhorns on, on site, yeah. uh, which is kind of cool. That Not they, a sponsor, but get in here. Yeah, yeah. And, and a great product. Yeah. Um, but uh, real small, uh, eight, eight barrels a day, which is still a lot of bourbon sure but you can only do sure. so much with what they're trying to do and what they're they're crafting and then you we went to bardstown which is just new and beautiful and state-of-the-art and they produce uh i think they said like 340 roughly barrels a day so drastically different in what they're doing and the way mm-hmm. that they're doing it and they had 
at least 13 uh, rick houses that I counted, which I decided we're, we're going to change the system and we're going to call the distilleries uh, universities and we're going to call the rick houses dorms. Okay. So, yeah. Change approved. Yeah, absolutely. Yep. Um, and then that makes it fun. And so then they can, their, their premier stuff can be Greek Row. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, these are the, this is Greek Row where we get uh, our special bonded and special So they're going to have also fraternity houses. Oh, yeah, 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 well yeah, all design, that. Right? I did, I mean, it's pretty fascinating. If you've not been down yeah. to Kentucky and done some of that stuff, it's just pretty phenomenal. Bardstown kills it. Um, and so we, we went down, um, uh, our friend, do we say his name? Can we say his name? Uh, yeah, I think so. I think okay, Sean, Sean, his name's Sean. Yeah, Sean, Sean Tritas hooked us up, yeah. and, and uh, he got us the tour, hey, Sean. and, um, and uh, treated us to lunch, which was amazing. The guys yeah. just absolutely loved it. The yeah. restaurant there was phenomenal. And, I, and you, you figure if you're a local there, that's just a local dining option. To go, oh in, yeah, right. And because if I, I lived around there, I would go have dinner there. I, I just it's was because I was food. looking at the room. It was like you can tell there are groups that are down there doing yeah. the tour. Yeah. But then also like there were some oddities. Like there was a there was a <laughs> there was a woman there with like an eight year old kid, and that yeah. was that was it. And I was like, they've got to just be local and are coming <laughs> to get the food. Otherwise, right. maybe right. there's a problem here. Yeah. And when I've eaten there, man, it, it's just it's such a good meal. It's, Great food. How many times have you been down to it? Uh, just twice. Okay. Yeah, just twice. But it's yeah. great. And then every, I mean, everything's, it's very new. And, very, and both both um, distilleries that we went to were both very new. Yeah. New equipment. Yeah. Um, and we, we'd gone down there before and done a bourbon tour at different distilleries. Um, but it was great y- yesterday to just see the the polar opposites. Yeah. Of very small boutique, eight, eight barrels. Yeah. And giant production of 332 bottles or 332 or 40 barrels whatever um we did go through i I thought as we were down there i thought these rick houses what they the opportunity that is there is they should carve out and they kind of had this in the rick house they take you to for the tour they kind of have the front kind of section cleared out so you can walk through and you can see the rows and they give you a little um they do a oh what do they call it they thieve from the barrels, you do a sampling yeah, there. It's uh, so they call when the bourbon air when the bourbon ages in a barrel, some of it evaporates off, yep. and when that evaporates off, they call that the angel's cut. And so that's that's what the evaporation that goes to the heavens. You don't get to drink it, but the very top is going to be like the cask strength, cask strength, because it's going to be much more. Um, it's going to be much more potent. It's going to yeah. be higher in alcohol volume. Um, so they had, they had two open yeah. two open barrels there, and and they were thieving from it, where yeah. they just suction it yeah. out with their little fancy tool, yeah. and you get a little shot of it to yeah. try it. Um, did they do the little scoop, or did they do the thing that no, was they like, did it the, looked yeah. like the, it looked uh-huh. like a, a crop du- or like yes. a bug duster? Yes, yeah. that. Yeah. Um, and so now, when we were in the production facility, mm-hmm. they did the scoop. We just put cup your hands, and they poured mm-hmm. uh, the direct white lightning. Mm-hmm. Which is the hot white stuff before yeah. they gets into yeah. the barrels and starts yeah, curing. It's the distillate. Yeah, which yeah. is which is what a lot of like we were talking about this like during the pandemic, a lot of those distilleries started producing uh, hand hand sanitizer mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. to use because it's it's alcohol basically same thing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, so we got to try that, which was is just potent. Yeah, um, but then got to try the finished stuff out of out of the Rick House, and it was excellent. But that area that they have there, which I'm sure you've seen, is that it's kind of an entire alleyway mm-hmm. that's the width of the um, the width of the Rick House on the main floor. And I thought they could easily quarter off some space in each of their Rick Houses, 
throwing a few couches, a bunk beds, and Airbnb that for. Oh like, yeah. I like, go Airbnb at a at a Rick house for a couple of nights. Yeah. And do the bourbon tour and bring. So I I'm looking to. Bardstown, bring me on. I've got great more. Okay. A, lot, a lot more <laughs> marketing opportunities uh, like that. You might want to go ahead and trademark that. Put a uh, <laughs> give to them for free. <laughs> uh, we can we can set up a podcast studio oh, that okay. uh, you know center yeah. could work. Hey, I, I are you willing to re, guys. Are you re, can you reloc- relocate Ben? Yeah. Oh yeah, I'm flexible. Okay. Good. Yeah. We're, we're moving um, to we're moving to Kentucky. Okay. I've done I've done worse things. <laughs> yeah. Um, but no, it is it is very cool. If you uh, it's. If you're curious about bourbon or if you're interested in the kind of new bourbon movement that's taken place over the past 15 years or so where people started flavoring bourbon and they started infusing it and they started making it more than just regular old bourbon, mm-hmm. um, give that a shot. It, it, I mean, obviously, a lot of our listeners are local to Indiana. And so if you do have the opportunity to run down there for a day, it's it's a fun it's a fun way to spend a day. And, and you learn a lot. Um, I've had some. I've had, I have some funny takeaways from my trips to to Bardstown. There was one where Steve Nally, who's the master distiller for Bardstown, yes. um, is just a great old dude. He's like uh, he's he's just like he's like seventy five. Yeah, he's been he's, doing it for forever. Yeah, he he worked for other distilleries before he came to Bardstown. Just really really knowledgeable. And I I you know me I like a good practical job. Yeah. So we're in the Rick House with Steve, and he's walking us through a barrel selection. And I got to kind of ride the coattails of Naptown Bourbon Society, which okay. is a local uh, bourbon society that went down there to do some some barrel picks. And they were they had five different barrels that they were tasting from, and then they were all kind of voting on what are the two barrels that they wanted to buy. And um, and then after they buy the like they buy the barrels, and the barrels go back into aging, and then when they're ready, the the bottom the bottles get poured off the barrel and then they they have those so um so steve's walking us through all this and then i run into him in the gift shop later and steve carries a gold sharpie with him and he autographs the bottles in okay the gift shop that he distilled huh and i walk up behind him and i go hey buddy huh? i don't think you're supposed to be writing on this <laughs> <laughs> he looks at me and i'll clean up his response but he looks at me and says what are they gonna do throw me out of here <laughs> And I was like, yeah, he's he's a good guy. And I, they have a mobile marketing unit that they run around the states, and it's basically just a huge trailer that's like a tasting vessel. Oh, so you sure. walk up yeah. to it and you get a drink. And um, that's been around our city before. And I've I've run into Steve a few more times, and um, just just a good good guy. But also, I I mean, like we said, our friend Sean works for them, yeah. and he's a great guy. I've met his boss and his boss's boss, and they're great people, and just. Everybody who seems to work for that organization just Top seems notch. to be a really quality, yeah. and their business model. I mean, the way that they treat their employees, the way that they address their employees, and um, it's it's just good to see that like such a good person is also working for such a good organization yeah. that's really doing some some innovative and interesting things. Yeah. And, and I, there's only been I've probably had twelve to fifteen of their variations since okay. since they've been going. Uh-huh. There was maybe only one or two where I was like, mm, "That's just not for me." Yeah. Everything else, I was like, "This is this is fantastic." I, I asked him about the the one that you've shared about before, the old fashioned. The Bistolari. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And I was talking to the guy in the gift shop about that. Of like, is that available? And he's like, "No, we do we do these kind mm-hmm. of unique blends mm-hmm. or whatever, and just to sample and yeah. experiment and try." Yeah. And, 
And I I was gifted a bottle of that yeah. recently, and I have had one drink from it. <laughs> and it's it's You're one like of those because I know I, I can't get uh-huh, it. Right. Like I know I will never. What it was I so have great. is all I will ever yeah. have forever. And it um yeah it's the it's um it's bourbon aged in orange carousel barrels, and so it oh, really so does. When you pour it over ice, it tastes. Just like an with old nothing fashioned, else. with nothing else, Man. just whiskey on ice, and holy crap! As a guy who likes an old fashioned, that is wonderful. I have a, I've been, I've, I don't know why I waited, but I, I waited for whatever. But I've been making old fashions as of late. Mm-hmm. Finally built out my, my cabinet enough to have mm-hmm. everything I needed for that, and so mm-hmm. it's been my, my local uh, or my, my my most recent sipper lately, mm-hmm. and uh, they're they're easy. They are. They're easy. I do, I do find um, I don't always have oranges on hand, uh-huh. but we almost always have orange juice. So I do I, I just do a splash. A splash of, yeah, and I I love cherries. Yeah, like I know I know there are fancy cherries. Like there are. What do you, yeah. what do you put? What kind of cherry? So um, the the cherry that I per, that I prefer the most is the um, Woodford Reserve. Um, but is that what you keep cherries. on as a staple for mm-hmm. your? Is it? Yep. Okay. I just so. use regular like maraschino, mm-hmm. yeah. um, and yeah. I. Put a little bit of syrup in there. Yeah. yeah, it's so a lot of people like Luxardo cherries, but I we've talked about before. Like, I have a hard time spending twenty to twenty five dollars on a jar of cherries. Uh, yeah, um, but the the barrel aged cherries are about ten to twelve bucks depending okay. on where you go, um, and they're really good. In fact, the other night I we have this funny thing at my house that when I surprise myself with a cocktail. I, in a very douchey move, compliment myself in third person. <laughs> so uh, my wife works from our bar top in our kitchen almost every day. And I made a chocolate cherry old-fashioned oh, the other okay. day after work. And I was like, I have, I, I don't really like chocolate that much. Okay. I do like cherry, but I was like, you know, it was cold. Right. It's a good winter drink. And I thought, you know what, I'm going to, I've probably not had this in a year and a half, but I'm going to make a chocolate cherry old-fashioned. And I, I mixed it up, and I poured it, and I tasted it, and I go, oh, Mr. Ford, well done. <laughs> and if she hears that, that's the, that's the note that I surprised myself with how good the cocktail was. <laughs> I call myself formally Mr. Ford, well done. Very well done cocktail. And, and, and do you hear the eye roll coming from her, or uh, is it's it audible. with a guffaw? Oh, no, it's, it's just audible. like, are you kidding me? That eye roll is loud. It is so loud. <laughs> Um, yeah, and it's, it's really, it's, it's bourbon, chocolate bitters. Um, I take a spoonful of just the barrel aged syrup and like, and a bar spoon, not like a tablespoon, like a bar spoonful. And then, um, just a little bit of sugar. And then I mix that up. And so instead of using black walnut or Angostura bitters, I just use chocolate bitters. Okay. And, um, do you remember when we were kids, you'd get the long box at Christmas time that was the chocolate-covered cherries? Oh, yeah, yeah. But it was like uh-huh. the cherry was kind of like creamy, oh, yeah. and the cherry uh-huh. was in there. It tastes almost just like that. Really? Like, put put some whiskey inside of that little chocolate-covered cherry, and that's yeah. about what it tastes like. Yeah, it's, it's good stuff. Yeah. Nice little treat. Yeah. Well done, yeah. Mr. Ford. Uh, <laughs> it sure was. It sure was. And, now, I and, and yet, you still didn't bring that as the treat today. Like, it's... Recent enough. Oh, so here's the oh, thing. Okay, okay. We, we talked about this earlier, but I'll I share think it with you. I think I know your center moment. Just being <laughs> <complete> <laughs> narcissist, selfish. 
unbelievable. It's playing out right in front of us, folks. Right here. What's your What's your center moment? <laughs> I, I let down That's a friend. What I do. That's what I do. Just yeah. make great things and don't share them with anybody but myself. Uh, <laughs> we've talked about my dislike of other people. Um, so I will say uh, I shared this with you earlier, but I'll share it with the listeners. I um, we've talked about weekend Ben. Uh, weekday Ben filled out the show doc at one point, well in advance. <laughs> you, like, uh, you were busy out, when I opened that up. I was like, oh, okay. planned out cocktails. Yeah. And since we're putting in the, the measurements and everything, put it put in the cocktail recipes, all of it. <laughs> I woke up this morning and I laid in bed for a solid 20 minutes trying to figure out what cocktails I was going to bring today. I, I opened that up a few days ago and I was like, oh my. Goodness gracious. And then somebody I, is yeah. zealous. And then I got downstairs because I was like, well, I, I got to fill out the show doc before I go so he knows what we're doing. And then I was like, well, freaking weekday Ben's planning ahead. Like he's he's got all, he's got five weeks of this ready to go. All right. And um, I had to change it. We're, we're going we're gonna to peek behind the curtain. What is what is your mindset and preparation? Like, we we usually do a couple episodes when uh-huh. we get together uh-huh. uh, for the for the listeners. Like we get together and usually do two. Sometimes when we feel it, we'll do three. Yeah. Um. And and we've had. Uh, was it the last time? I think it was the last time that we recorded when we showed up. Which is not common, but we were both kind of like, I don't I don't know if I'm feeling it today. We're, oh, we're going to see. Was not. I was um, not but we got into it. We got in the we rhythm, did. Did. and and I think that's one of the things that you and I, like. Whether or not this is anything or becomes anything, it certainly is a new hobby mm-hmm. that you and I have developed, and yeah. and it's easy. Like it's yeah. it's it gives me something. Uh, it's kind of fun to tinker around and play with. It's a fun hobby. Uh huh. Sure. Yeah, and and we yeah. can take it more seriously if we seriously if we wanted to, yeah. and, and we may. Um, but at the same time, like it's just a good chance to blow things off. But what sure. is like as with everything, we don't talk about what we're gonna. Talk about in the episode, but I want to know. Wait, like, what? <laughs> this is a prescription. <laughs> I want to know what is it? Um, what is your thoughts? Because we we set we set these dates about every about every two weeks. We're we like, do. okay, here yeah. we're gonna here we're gonna record. Yeah. What are your what's your preparation? As you're like, oh, tomorrow's record day. Like, what are your what are your thoughts? What are your feelings? What's going on internally? Like, or do you or do you just kind of like that's just what I'm doing tomorrow? Like. So this was funny. It's funny you ask this because I got up this morning and as I was prepping for a show that I had apparently already prepped for, I um, I kind of thought to myself, back to the very first episode we did. And I remember we were sitting together and we hit record and then we just stared at each other. Like there was probably, it was, it was, I mean, it seemed like it was 10 seconds. It was probably uh-huh. two to three seconds right. where we just stared at each other and realized, well, one of us has there to talk. We started. Um, so I, I like, um, I like the mayhem. I like the unscripted. I like the ability to just be. So I honestly don't put, Sorry, listeners. Hardly any thought into this. Um, I don't pre-script anything. There will be certain things that during the week happen, and I kind of like, oh, that'd be funny to bring up on the podcast. Take that away. Yeah, yeah but then I forget them once yeah. we get going. Um, so there's a lot of stuff that's probably I had the best of intentions to share, but it's it's gone. 
Um, but it, for today, it was kind of funny because we are recording on a Sunday, so our episode dropped this morning. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, I'm going to listen to that. Uh-huh. And there are days where like, I really enjoy just hanging out with us, uh-huh. which sounds narcissistic <laughs> and terrible and like wildly self-centered. Oh, I'm going to just turn are, on the podcast. Well, no, uh, well, no it's, it's because like I'm doing the, cute, the yeah, quality assurance yeah, stuff. Yeah, and so yeah. I'm listening to make sure that you know, what do we need to improve? And I'll make notes in my phone about, like, what do we need to do better? Yep. Do we need to turn down one voice? Do we need to turn up? You know, uh-huh. do we need to balance better? Um, but, yeah, it's so it's funny because this morning I woke up, and it's not that I wasn't feeling it. I think I just wasn't feeling anything. Yeah. Like, had I not had this scheduled, I'd probably still be in pajamas. Uh-huh. I don't know. Right. And But I was like... No, man, this is good. And so as I was, like, doing the dishes and I had to scrape some dog smear off my shoes from the neighbor and all that, I was like, oh, you know what, man? I, Oh, this is fun. Yeah, these guys don't suck. I'll go hang out with them today. <laughs> so it was, we've talked about how I can kind of existentially remove myself it, it from is. the product. Uh, and so it was. I was like, oh, those, I'll go hang out with those guys. Yeah. That'll be fun. And, um, yeah, what about you? Like, what, what is your, do you, do you ramp up into it? So t- t- today's a weird day for us to record. We typically don't record on Sundays. We don't. Um, we don't. It's I, Saturday I, or Monday. Yeah, and or I'm, I'm fortunate. I, I'm on a I'm on a sabbatical, uh, getting ready to wrap that up. So six weeks of that's not unfortunate. Yeah. Well, no, no, no. Fortunately, you know, fortunately, yes, I'm on a sabbatical. Yes. But, um, whatever, because of because of going down to Kentucky and everything, whatever, it worked out for us. And we we learned early on, like. We can't go more than really two weeks. It's probably our threshold for recording. Like, yeah, we if we get beyond that, we it, it just yeah. gets weird. Um, and I don't know what that is. Uh, it might be a fun thing for us to experiment with, sure. but probably not. Um, but it was. <laughs> <laughs> but I remember like of us just being like, no, no, no. Let's just keep it routine. Yeah. And th- this morning, because I because I had a full thing day, full thing yesterday, um, Friday evening. We spent some time with some friends, so there was just kind of like a lot of stuff where over the last few weeks I haven't been doing a lot of stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, like, I, I woke up at 6 this morning, which is not what I wanted to do. I wanted to try to sleep in until about 7.30 or 8, but I was up at 6. Um, and I was I was a little anxious about today of just, like, do I – am I going to be too tired? Like, do I have oh. this? Have I, have, I, have I peopled too much? Like, um do you want to take is, a nap? Is we Ben going to have to carry? Like, I, no, I just was like, yeah. I don't want this to be one-sided. I don't want to be disengaged. Um, but as I got up and got moving and kind of, I pulled open the notes, just kind of be like, okay, where are we, where are we at? And and, um, and pushing things. Yeah, and, and usually I pull up the episodes mm-hmm. um, prior to our recording just to kind of remind myself of what do we talk about to make sure I don't repeat anything because mm-hmm. I feel like sometimes I... I don't think we have, but I feel like sometimes we do that, uh, or I do that. Uh, that, I, well. that I don't want to get yeah. into the stories uh, that people have already heard. Um, but as I got into it, I was like, "Oh no, no, no! This is it because it is. We we've been very intentional and clear with our intentions with each other of just like I, this isn't this can't feel forced. Like it can't feel mm-hmm. manipulated. It can't feel mm-hmm. produced and manipulated. Not in the sense of like." trickery manipulated in the sense of like i'm crafting this into something but for us to just be transparent and natural and whatever shows up shows up Mm -hmm. good or bad and that we've kind of owned that we've talked about that a couple times of like 
uh, I don't know if I like that episode. And and we've kind of been like, well, it's if we, if, we, if we need to cancel it, we can. But also, this is what the podcast is. Good or bad, ugly and different. Yeah. Like, it's what it is because that's the story that we want to share with the podcast of, like, we're all muddled messes. Yeah. And, yeah. and the better that we can embrace that as opposed to hide from that or run from that, then the better I think that we operate. And that's not to say... Because, I, I, gosh, I hear this all the time. This is going in a different direction. Um, I hear this all the time where people are like, well, that's who I am. Like, I just take it or leave it. That's what, And it's not that where we're throwing it. We're not throwing it in our faces or certainly in the listeners' faces that are giving up their time to, to tune in with us. Right. But we don't want to be like, hey, we're going to be jerks, and that's okay, and that's just who we are. Take it or leave it. That I hope that's not what you hear from us, and I don't think that's what we're trying to communicate with the podcast. But we're just trying to say, like, no, this in the reality, like, this is who we are. And we don't want to pretend to be somebody or something else that we're not, particularly in the moment when we record, we bring our crotchetiness or whatever that we have that day yeah. into it. And sometimes yeah. that alleviates. Uh, and I think we felt that a couple couple weeks ago when we come into this. Sure. And it was like, if this is grinding, like, we'll just stop it. But as we got into it, it was just kind of like, no, this is the groove. Yeah. And well, and, and, and I think to your point, we're vulnerable and honest yeah. because I mean there was a couple episodes ago where I said I'm sour buckle in <laughs> like because we don't prescribe what we're going to say we mm-hmm. don't prescript it in any way and, and it's like I just said I mean we I'll think of something and be like oh that'd be funny to share on the podcast and then I, but I don't write it down because we're not trying to give you a canned experience we're trying to give you honest vulnerable spontaneity yeah and, and I, so and, and I think particularly for that is I because I've thought about this on the back end of like this also matters, kind of why the Bardstown trip, I don't, you know, Ken, thank you, Ken, for organizing that. But I think that was also kind of the thing of, like, most guys don't have good, solid relationships where they can be transparent, where they can be themselves, where they can let the full spectrum of reality. You know, I, was, I, I do a lot of marital counseling, premarital, marital, postmarital counseling with couples, and I, you know, I always stress with them, like, our culture forces men to have three emotions, and we're hungry, happy, or horny. Mm-hmm. And if it, it, that, that's what we operate from. And mm-hmm. so, um, and I would say the other is angry. Like we don't we don't oh. feel the spectrum of everything, and so we're either like full tilt yeah. on one of those three or four options, mm-hmm. um, or otherwise we don't know. And usually, I would say there's a lot of anger because we don't we don't do a good job of fluctuating on the emotional spectrum. Um, and there's a I, in my coaching, I use Pluchik's wheel, which says there's seven core emotions, uh, and and out beyond that, he shows spokes of what the emotions are outside of that. He's got three three levels to get back to the core emotion. So if you're feeling this, that may mean that you're feeling this emotion, which may tie to the, here's the core emotion of anger or happiness or sadness or loneliness yeah. or whatever the case case may be. And I and I think most we as a culture like we've just pigeonholed guys to just kind of be this stoic whatever mm-hmm. and that was part of why I wanted to do this conversation with you because I know that for you and I we're able to explore that emotional spectrum in an unguarded way yeah. um, and and we're okay in that unguardedness you and I have enough Teflon that we don't care mm-hmm. how other people may hear that interpret that and or perceive that and that's mm-hmm. not a dismissiveness as much as it is an ownership of like, I don't, your interaction to that is not my concern. Mm-hmm. My ownership of what I understand, like that's who I am. 
And if you, if that makes you uncomfortable, or if you don't like that, and you need to lean out, that's that's on you. That's not on me. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm okay with engaging with you in that within parameters. Yeah. Um, but I don't have to own your discomfort. Sure. In that. Yeah. And I, I think that's part of like what I why I look forward to these like. Even though I, I was concerned, like, oh, gosh, am I people too much? Am I going to be able to maintain a conversation? Do I need rest? And as I kind of woke up and got into my morning, and I'm like, no, because if I do, one, either Ben can carry the conversation or the conversation is going to be stimulating enough that it's going to engage me yeah. in what we're talking about. Sure. And that's, and that's going to, in that, there's healing a salve, there's a salve mm-hmm. that comes with that of like, that's restorative, that's restful, um, and and that's okay. Yeah. So, sorry, I just, yeah. I, I kind of talked a lot. I just no, kinda... you're good. You're good. <laughs> I, I was nicely distracted by a, a feedback issue. Right yeah, now, yeah. So, I... so sorry about that. Not sure what the quality is there on that one. Um, I uh. I can understand what you're saying with that. Um, I have a, a, a good friend, a neighbor, who his wife works for a company out of Louisville. And, um, gosh, this started probably four or five years ago at least. Um, she had to spend two days in the office. So she would drive down like on Wednesday morning and then drive home Thursday night. Okay. So Wednesday night, he it was before they had kids. And so Wednesday night he just started having guys night at his house and we go over on his porch and we have cigars and whiskey and yeah. we just start calling it whiskey Wednesday. Uh-huh. And then, um, and it was a really good, it was a really, really just unique experience where like I, I hang out with you one-on-one. I hang out with other friends one-on-one, but there wasn't really kind of that, that group of guys who just hung out and like built into each other, not in an intentional way, just like through conversation and honesty, we would just talk. And we would talk about things that interest us from pop culture to theology to religion to, you know, whatever. And it was just interesting to have those conversations. And and we still do it to this day, kind of. Um, uh, Some of the wives infiltrated that group during COVID, um, which was fine. It's, I mean, everybody needed something during COVID. So that Whiskey Wednesday has now kind of become an all-skate. But it was really nice because this past week, his wife was in Louisville again. And so he had just a guy's night. Yeah. And so even though it was cold and we sat outside and had cigars and, and bundled up, but it was it was refreshing to have kind of that, that get back to, um, like that reconnection, yeah. I guess is what I'm trying to say. And and to get back into you know what are what are you guys doing like what's going on in your life right because like, our lives have changed since then and and we've some guys have moved away or aren't in the group and new guys are in the group and so it's it's kind of it was it was refreshing and interesting to kind of have a a guys night again and and I tend to host it when after COVID um, I tended to start hosting the guys night because I I really enjoyed that interaction because not. not trying to be sexist in any way but the conversation is just very different when it's only guys sitting around talking right but if some guys wives are there the conversation is very different changes and yeah and and it's there's a filter now that's in place of like i i need to be aware yeah or i need to be careful and it's it's not that they're saying anything about their wives or anything it's just that there's a female influence on the conversation that wasn't there before right and it might be they're just talking about superhero movies or we're talking about 90s grunge music or hey what was who had the very best debut album of all time like it's 
dumb. I mean, we're not trying to find absolute zero. Like, yeah, we're and, just and, and, out. and the other the other aspect I think that's here that I that I like I always struggled with uh, circles of guys because it was always kind of this. You can get in some circles where there's lots of bravado, mm-hmm. and we're all beating our chest. Mm-hmm. And I, man, I have no interest in that. Like I, sure. like I'm just like I don't, I don't care. Yeah. Like I don't, yeah. I don't need to beat my chest bigger. I don't care to hear you beating. Like I don't, yeah. I don't care about that. And and knowing you and just how we operate, like I'm I, a chest I'm, beater. I'm a chest beater. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> um, no, like I. If that were to show up, most likely you'd be like, "Okay, I'm out." Like, you guys have a good night. Like, I'm I'm cutting out. Oh, or yeah. you or you would you would create some level of joking or sarcasm or whatever to kind of call that out oh, and kind of no be way. like, "Hey, this isn't appreciated." Oh like, no way! I'm the master of the Irish goodbye. Yeah, you you, you, you know do this. that well, but yeah. you also don't have a problem calling BS out because that's oh, I don't. that's yeah. what that bravado is. It's yeah. just this kind of like elevating whatever, and there, and that's not to say you can't celebrate your successes, but when you're celebrating your success. In a sense of kind of powering over or lording over or whatever. It's if just you're like, using other people to yeah, lord your success, yeah, and, and, I will. I will make fun of you. And that's where that. I've always yeah. kind of steered away from some of those guys because it's just kind of like I don't, I don't care what you caught in the lake or what yeah. you shot or what yeah. you accomplished. Like, yeah. oh, good. Like, there's there's a certain level of I want to celebrate your life and your accomplishments, and that's mm-hmm. one thing. But there's a humility that comes with that. Um, yeah, and it needs to be genuine. Yeah, I mean it, it, that's that's my thing. Like, I don't want to be around disingenuous people. Sure. And so if 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 people in that group are disingenuous, I don't really want to be part of that. And um, luckily for me, there's only been a couple people who were in that group, and they've since sold their houses sure. and moved on. Okay. Because it's a neighborhood thing. It's yeah. not. It's not like a. It's not a select group. It's just we all happen to live in the same neighborhood. Um, but they're all like they're all just good, honest decent people and like there's there's you know we rag on each other we yeah you know, oh we, yeah we call there's, each other out. it's but it's not in it's not there's no malice in it it's no all there's, there's a there's a good so. there's a teasing that happens yeah. or, that is it's organic yeah and it's it builds community yeah um yeah. without it being insulting or, or harmful mm-hmm. um yeah thanks for having that conversation i think that's just like i think that's i think it's hard for guys like yeah. What are those spaces, uh, and how do we do that, and how do we talk about that? And and I think guys sure. have a lot of insecurities that often is ignored by culture that makes it hard. Like, they feel they have to celebrate all the wins that necessarily don't matter. Yeah. Because it's kind of like, well, no, who are, who are you? Yeah. Like, if that were gone, what's left in that in this place? Right. Um, right. So, yeah, I just, yeah, yeah I think, think – that's what got me fired up. To, like, at first, I was not sure about the podcast today. Yeah. But as I got through it and just appreciated, like, it's just, it's just Ben and I having a conversation. And we get to invite people to eavesdrop on it if yeah. they care to. Um, yeah. But more, other than that, than there's no there's no guys. There's no hidden agenda here other than just, right. we want to talk about life. We want to talk about matters to us. Yeah. And if that resonates, awesome. We and, hope and that helps. We've definitely had those conversations about, I mean, we've even been introspective in private, like outside of the microphone to say, yeah. who is our audience? Where are we going? Yeah. Like, what do we want this to be? And I think that's maybe the best way to say it is we want this just to be an honest reflection of everyday life. And that, you know, we, we, we're not joking. We really are two amateurs that don't know what we're doing. <laughs> we're learning how to podcast as we go, 26 episodes in. Yeah. And it's, but if we're not being authentic with, each other with the microphones, with the listeners, with what we're trying to do here, 
what's the point? Yeah. You know, I, I don't need some scripted something. Like the last episode we had a Would You Rather that literally popped off my head right as I said it. Right. I mean, it's not, yeah. I didn't come in with notes, you know, and, and we've tried to come in with notes. And then we go, oh boy, we didn't get to those at all. <laughs> so, so, yeah, I think right. I think the interesting thing is when we started this, we were like, basically, what, what would us having dinner look like in recorded form? Uh-huh. And it is pretty close. Yeah, like, it, I think what we. I think that's the great when I when I talk to so. people who I know who've listened to this. I think the greatest compliment that I get is they're like it just felt like I was sitting at a table with you guys, mm-hmm. kind of listening to your guys' conversation. And mm-hmm. I'm like, yeah, that's kind of exactly it. With the focus of us yeah. being uh, pointed enough with our center and saint moments. Yeah, which. We need to get to. So I'm going to, uh, the center and saint moments, I'm going to, uh, the caveat this time, we all, we throw some different caveats on yep. this. The caveat this time is what is the center and saint moment that you've received? And we, we try to, we, t- we tend to stay away from gossip. We don't want to tell right. other people's right, right, story. Right. Right. We don't want to tell our story. Uh-huh. But there are times when we have been the recipient of other people being generous or saintly in their life. And we've faced where other people are just kind of being ugly. And I always appreciate when I, I like, and I don't always do this, but I recognize when other people are being ugly with me, and I recognize, like, this is actually coming out of some level of brokenness or insecurity that you're having. Right. You're not really being ugly. Right. You're just being reactive, um, and it's coming out as ugly, and that's okay. So I, I'm going to start this because I, I thought about this uh, okay, based on the recent trip. So this this Barge Town trip, like, the saintly moment is just the generosity of Sean of offering sure. us... Uh, the opportunity he helped set up the the tour and helped set up lunch for us at the restaurant and uh, to, to people he doesn't know and he'll never meet, um, but just the overwhelming gratitude that they had yeah. of being like, "Are you serious? Like this is we don't have to pay for this tour. Like this yeah. is just gonna happen." And I was like, "Yeah, that's just gonna happen." And they're yeah. like, "That's." Um, they're like, "Man, who do you know, Patrick?" I'm like, <laughs> "Like I know I know Sean, and I'm thankful to have him as a friend, but yeah, like yeah. I, I have I have no power and authority <laughs> other than that. Like, well, Patrick's not, been holding out on us. <laughs> I'm not that special. Yeah. Um, but so, and and just being able to and 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 that's I think that's hard in our culture because um, and I see this a lot in, in in with people who who are churched where they want to be the giver, 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 but never want to be the recipient. And there's okay. a, there is this. Um, humility and this genuineness to be able to receive goodness uh, or generosity or blessing from others. And so it was good to just be able to receive a gift and just be like, man, that that was generous and that was awesome. Yeah. And he doesn't want thanks. He doesn't want anything other than that. And, he but, doesn't, no. and, and sometimes we want to do that because we're like, oh gosh, like I, I need to mask. Yeah. You know, I, I feel vulnerable because he gave so much, so I need to do something back to say thank you yeah. and they're not they're not looking for any of that no. and i know that's sean um yeah. so just incredibly just that was the saintly moment of just man giving me but also this group of strangers that i just met i met some of these guys for the first time yesterday mm-hmm. so they're strangers to me that he gifted this opportunity yeah. with and this experience and it was a it was a great day man yeah. it was fantastic that's cool um the the center moment uh, and i again because of the sabbatical i've kind of been in isolation so i haven't had a lot of um Center. Uh, <laughs> I've stayed away from people um, and kind of have, have hold. Um, um, but I, I will say there was this. Uh, I did have a moment at the store where kind of somebody was getting impatient with uh, you know, self self checkouts sure. are the way, and some people get pissy about it and they're like, 
you know, if Walmart's going to make me do my do their job and they're not going to give me training for it, I mean, I, some extra things may show up in my cart. And it's like, oh my gosh, no. I'm like, okay, like whatever. Wow. Like, is that a mentality out there? I've I've heard that. Oh my word. Expressed, and I'm just like, come on. I need compensation for doing your job. <laughs> Thanks a lot, Wally. I, I I like self checkout. They're a whole lot quicker. Like I can like. I can get in and out and move. I can and go whatever, through three right? lines, or I can go through yes. sixteen lines. So I heard somebody behind me just kind of projecting like that, of like because the self checkouts were full and we were waiting, and oh, this is this is whatever, this is whatever, and I was like, it, it'll go through as quick as possible, and and once there, whatever, whatever, I, we all got busy days, we all got yeah. things that we're moving on to for the next thing. I'm sure the thing will be waiting for you, even oh, if you're you a couple minutes so late. nice, because like, I would have looked at that human and said, shouldn't you be on a website <laughs> Shouldn't you be calculating uh, every decision you ever made that led you to this? Yeah, Walmart? yeah. No, it's, it's, yeah. It, it's, it was kind of just kind of like, you, you can get sour about this. Sure. like. And I just wanted to deflect because he—I mean, who, who are you going to direct it at? You're going to—you're going to direct it at to the one person who has their job to oversee the yeah, twelve checkout who line. Who cares? Like, like, it's not her. It's not her or his fault. Like, whatever. Wow. So yeah. yeah, it just was this kind of way of just like it's whatever you're whatever you're in a rush for. Like, yeah, it's going to be there. Yeah, like, it's it's going to be chill good. out, man. I love the people that like speed past me and then they're next to me at the red light. <laughs> and I'm like, hey. Oh, good, you saw me? You saw work. me do that? Good I, job. I yeah. didn't look at you because I was yeah. a little embarrassed. Yeah, well, I see you now. Certain <laughs> state moments that uh, have been imposed upon you? None at all. No, None. No, never. Your never wife every day is a saint no, moment. No. So you, well, if you don't no, see that, then. That's not the truth. <laughs> that's not the truth. Um, it is funny because uh, talking about our friend Sean, um, his love language is gift giving. Mm. And so uh, just he has, I mean, even yesterday, like you were getting a gift from him at the distillery and he called me up and he was like, hey, um, I've kind of got a free day. What are you doing? And I was like, I, I've got nothing. And he's like, All right, let's go. Let's just have a guy's day. Like, let's just go hang out. So he like he took me to lunch and he picked up the tab for lunch. Man. And it's like just just like again we're not trying to be gossipy and it's nice to say good things about a good person but yeah, yeah it really was just like it was awesome to go hang out with my buddy and yeah. watch soccer and just like shoot the crap yeah. and just talk about hey what's been going on because we didn't see each other a lot this week due to like just scheduling and stuff like sure. that yeah, and, yeah, yeah. and we typically see each other um, I mean five six days a week yeah he's right there you can't yeah, you can't sit on your back next, porch we're next door neighbors yeah. so yeah he um but no just like his generosity is pretty overwhelming at times and um it's it's uh, it's humbling to be loved that way, uh-huh. and so because I think to your point earlier, like we as grown men aren't supposed to show vulnerability and love and caring to one another because we're supposed to be tough and rugged and blah blah blah, and we're the Marlboro man, whatever. Yeah, right. And it's um, so it's cool because there was one time where his wife said, "Do you guys say you love each other?" <laughs> and we both are just like, "No." <laughs> And she's like, but you guys love each other. And I just go, we show each other we love each other. Yeah, we right. We don't have to say yeah. it. We show it. So she might, she, might, she might like uh, words of affirmation as her love language. Uh, maybe. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. Um, <laughs> I know she likes naps. Maybe naps. Yeah. <laughs> yeah but, uh, but no, it was, so it was just funny because it's like, no, we, we just show each other. That. Right. And, and kind of the center moment in that same vein is it's interesting how I've had, and we, we talked about it recently in the episode where it was like, what? that I'm willing to cut people out of my life. Yeah. And and some of that is when those relationships, like friendships, man to man, in my younger years, haven't 
haven't been equitable mm -hmm. and they haven't worked out and it's it's not a it, it just becomes a boy I don't think you're really invested in wanting to have a fruitful honest open relationship with me um, then this isn't worth my time yeah you know and yeah. so and I, I I do appreciate you know we've talked about before I, I kind of feel like we're in the peak of life right now yeah. where we have our health we don't have a lot of other extension existential worries we don't have things that are coming in that are that are getting us from different angles which will happen in the future um, so I think I'm very fortunate to have the group of friends that I have and the, the sense of community that I'm surrounded by that is um, that are honest good interesting yeah great conversational people yeah um, yeah and that's not localized to men that's men and women yeah but yeah yeah um, for that. takeaways uh, did we offend anyone, first of all? Um, I, f I know we did. Uh, I thought about earlier mm -hmm. who we offended. Um, and it's escaping me now. So, well, we offended those people who wanted to be offended <laughs> that we couldn't name. So, if we offended you and we forgot who we offended you, then we double offended you. And you know what? Pound sand. Uh, we offended everybody <laughs> that was having a dry January. Uh, Dan, good boy. Were, I mean, it's over, but sorry. Just like, well, that's okay. You guys are just have, about have fun with that, but we're gonna drink. Um, uh, we offended we, guys who can't go beyond uh, horny, hungry, or uh, happy. We offended women who don't <laughs> want their guys to just go have guys time. Uh, uh, yeah, women yeah. that women like to crash the guys party. Well, what's what's happening? I want to be there. Just stop. I wish <laughs> stop! Stop! We're gonna stop because we can fill a whole other, another episode. Uh, what What are your takeaways today? <laughs> uh, my takeaways is uh, it, it's important to have key relationships where you can just be yourself, good, bad, yeah. ugly, indifferent, like whatever. Yeah. Uh, which is the podcast, but also is more than podcast is our relationship. So mics off, like we're still able to do that, and yeah. actually, mics off. Our conversations still have a dynamic to them that. Yeah. Um, that provides value, yeah. lots of value. Um, I, I have a takeaway that I wrote down on my pad, the word, the word didn't, and didn't follow it with anything else. So I think the takeaway is, well done, Bardstown Bourbon Company origin series, because I don't know what didn't was supposed didn't, to allude to, but didn't. I didn't, didn't get there. Didn't uh, didn't, uh, didn't function. Properly. Here's here's the here's my send out. Here's the, here's the spirit uh, as you head out into the world. Uh, operate, um, live, operate, live, be, uh, in a, in a way that is good and generous. That it is it naturally flows from you. It doesn't have to be programmed or planned or intentional. It's good to be good in intentional ways and programmed ways. Um, but if it doesn't just show up naturally in who you are, like, then what are you? So, so cultivate goodness so that it just naturally flows from you without a second thought. I listen to a are. podcast like that. <laughs> these, so just hear me out. It's these two idiots who like just sit and talk. A couple of dunces. And um, I'm not even sure they have like a high school degree between them, but they. I'm getting played out again. I'd like to. I'd like to thank my my makeup artist. I'd like to thank the the Porsche dealership in Beverly Hills for the loaner um, to make me think that I'm successful. I'd like to think. I'd like to thank Patrick. Here comes my the hook. Here I'd, like to the hook. My, I'd like to thank my Patrick co-host. Uh, uh, good episode.
Hey, thanks for letting us be done with you guys. Yeah, thanks for tuning in and checking out. And, uh, you know, whatever, if if it's just easy listening uh, or if you find something insightful here, we're we're glad whatever it is that brings you back, you keep coming back. Um, Suckers. (laughs) Invite a friend or an enemy along to to join in the conversation uh, on just just what is life uh, and what are the spirits of, of the best and the worst of who we are at all moments. And until then, we'll see you next time. Thanks for joining us. See you next week.